This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 126, baby. Oh yeah. And in today's show, Dan the Man is back again. It wasn't just a one-off with Dan coming for one episode. He is here to stay, baby. Well, I hope so. Anyway, um, there's also lots of rock and roll vocabulary this week um, because last week Dan forgot to write it down. But it's there this week. There's loads. It's all on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. There is the quiz to help you remember it. So after you listen to the show, go and find it. Do the quiz. Have fun. I will speak to you again at the end. In the meantime, happy listening. Dan the man, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Always fantastic, Dan. Always fantastic. I notice you're back again. I can't get rid of you now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you asked me back, so. <laughs> well, did I? Um, you're like a leech just hanging on. So a leech is, I don't know, what is a leech? Something that hangs on a lot and doesn't let you go. It's like, um, yeah, well, literally a leech is like an animal that sucks your blood. It's a parasite. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you're sucking my blood, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. Anyway, after that wonderful welcome, um, what do we do to start the show, Dan? Uh, a review. Oh, yeah, baby. Do you think we have a review? Yes. Only because I told you, though. That's, <laughs> that's the reason. Uh, yes, we do have a review. It's one of the old ones that mentions you again, which I didn't want to read before, but now I can. I, I'm free. Free as a bird. Some rock and roll vocabulary there. When you're free, you can say free as a bird. It's as simple as that. Um, and it's from Alexei Slutsky. As always, I apologise for the pronunciation. And it says, hi, Marty. I thought, oh, we're obviously very good friends calling me Marty, but I like Marty. So thank you, Alexei. Um, and I'd like to say hi, Dan the man, but Dan has disappeared. And that's the worst news. I miss him very much. He is the soul of the podcasts. Fantastic. I mean, he's important, but the soul, I mean, come on. How much did that hurt when you read that? I've still not got over it. Oh, rock and roll vocabulary. That's when you get over something. It's when you recover from it. It still hurts now, Dan. Still hurts now. And then it says, please get him back. Okay, I've done that. Thanks in advance. No problem. Anyway, Marty. Again, Marty. But I like it. I like Marty. Your podcasts are amazing. I like the fact that you explain some of the vocabulary at the time of the conversation very much. Great job. Thank you. Keep going and keep on rocking. Oh, yeah. I think that's my favourite review of all time. <laughs> well, I mean, I love all reviews, but I mean, I wouldn't say it's my favourite. Um, although I did enjoy being called Marty. Okay. Can I call you Marty? Uh, uh, it's a bit late now. The thing is, when you've known someone for so long, you can't just start with a new name. If you had called me that 20 years ago, that would have been fine. <sighs> conditional. What conditional, Dan? Uh, that is... Take your time. Take your time. Second. Oh, it's third, Dan. Oh, it's third. shit. You got, off, you got off to such a good start last week as well, didn't you? It's all downhill. So when it goes downhill, it's when things start going bad. Very much like Dan's life from, <laughs> what, about 18? 18's gone downhill? It started perking up about... This time, well, about, I don't know, almost 10 months ago, but then it seems to be rolling downhill again. 
Um, so when he said perking up there, he means like it seemed to be improving. Um, anyway, Dan, I've told you also what today's podcast is about, haven't I? Yeah, it's a series of questions, I think. <laughs> he had to t- he had to think about that for a minute. You could see he's thinking, oh, fuck, he's told me I can't remember. But he's there. He got there. Well done, Dan. Thank you. Um, yeah, because obviously we sort of didn't speak for a while. And I'm worried that you don't know me anymore. So we're going to do like a quiz like married couples do about how well you know me and how well I know you. OK. Oh, fuck. I thought I didn't realise that. I didn't, oh, OK. Right, so is this a competition? Everything is a competition with you and me, Dan. Okay. okay? So, yes, it is a competition. Um, so, I'm going to ask you questions about me. You give an answer and then I will answer about you. Okay, Dan. So, what is my favourite thing to do? Um, I'm going to guess that it's... <laughs> I think that's the idea of the show, to guess. I don't think you actually 100% know. Is... Um... To annoy me. <laughs> That's definitely near the top of the list, Dan. Definitely near the top of the list. But you're not right. Um, my favourite thing is telling stories, which I obviously do on the podcast quite a lot. Um, I also gave a seminar last week to some teachers um, about telling stories for learning English. And after the seminar, someone said to me that I remind him of Mark Twain. <laughs> Are you serious? (laughs) I'm 100% serious. If you don't know who Mark Twain is, um, he was a famous writer, very famous for quotes. Things like, if you think you can or you can't, you are right. Um, Have you ever ever read any Mark Twain? uh, Not really, just the quotes, really. (laughs) Just the posters. They're easier. (laughs) Yeah, just the posters, just something someone puts on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What kind of quote do you think I'd be famous for, Dan? I've got a few, haven't I? What ones you've used? Yeah. No, quotes that come from Martin Johnson because, you know, in a hundred years, people will be putting on Facebook like a quote from Martin Johnston. What one do you think it will be? Keep on rocking. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Um, so now let me think about your favourite thing to do, Dan. Um, I could just imagine it like doing yoga and listening to waterfall music or something like that <laughs> now that you're a free spirit. Is that right? Uh, I hadn't even thought about this one myself. What do I like to do? Not much, really. I don't even know. Do I have hobbies? I don't know. Um... <laughs> Such an exciting character, Dan. There's just, just so much to know about Dan. People think he's like a man of mystery. Oh, what does he do? He just does nothing. Well, I, I don't actually like doing yoga, so that definitely wouldn't be it. Um, I don't really know. Read. <laughs> God. I'm getting bored just listening to this. I also want to highlight the fact that I um, sent Dan these questions so he could prepare for them. Yet everyone, he's just going, um, um. I saw the questions and immediately I thought this episode is going to be entirely your way of taking the piss out of me. (laughs) As I remember, taking the piss out of someone is when you make fun of them. Um, Okay, Dan, so what's my greatest fear? Your greatest fear? Dying alone. To be honest, I had prepared myself for that. I was sure that was going to happen. Like I got to, I don't know, 32 and I thought, I'm definitely dying alone. No one can stay with me. It's impossible. But then Mrs. R&R came along. So, yeah, no, I don't know what my greatest fear is anymore, I suppose. Um, Losing you, Dan. 
I suppose. Losing you. It happened once, like it can't happen again. Okay. Just trying to win some points there. Yeah, it's very touching. Um <laughs> lovely rock and roll vocabulary there. When something's touching, it touches you, but not in a sexual way. I don't want your to heart. touch Dan in a sexual way. It touches your heart. Exactly. There we go, Dan. Don't touch there me, we please. Go. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch you. Don't worry. Um so let me think about your greatest fear, Dan. Maybe getting a job? Is, would that be your greatest fear? Or not being a freelance human being anymore? I do hate being told what to do. That is like a passion of mine, but I don't think it's a fear. No. Mm. Are you sure it's not a fear? Well, it's, it's almost a fear. I'd say my fear is dying with regrets. Oh, God. <laughs> You're such a poet, aren't you, Dan? You're like Mark Twain, although I'm more like him. More like him in the way I write. You just, you sort of pretend like Mark Twain. I didn't know. That's the difference. I, I can't believe people think you're like Mark Twain. I mean, one person said that, and there were about, I don't know, 30 people there. And one person said it. So, And even when I went and told like my colleagues after, they said, are you fucking having a laugh? <laughs> so if you say, are you having a laugh? It means basically, are you joking? But straight up, straight up, Dan. What does straight up mean? It's the truth. It's the truth. Well done, Dictionary Dan. Um, okay, what do I like to drink when I go out at night? I've seen you drink all sorts. I mean, I've seen you drink red wine and beer. So it's not all sorts, those two things. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Who drinks red wine and who drinks beer? I must be the only person in the world that drinks red wine or beer. Yeah, but you sort of drink half pints now and all this sort of stuff. So what are you talking about? That is utter bollocks. So if I say utter, it means complete. And bollocks just means it's rubbish. I do not drink half pints. In England, if you drink half, well, if you drink a half pint, you're considered not a man, okay? And I'm a real man, Dan. Okay, so I'm just going to say lager. <laughs> lager, yeah, which is actually beer, isn't it? I've never understood the difference between lager and beer. Oh, this actually, I don't want to know, Dan, because it's just going to be an invitation for you to tell us something really boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know, but I would have had a good guess. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, so what do you like to drink on a night out, Dan? There were a few, a few years ago, Dan was trying to be sophisticated and drinking whiskey and saying, oh, yeah, I just like to sit in on my own at home and just read a book and just sip some whiskey. So what does it mean to sip, Dan? It's when you take a tiny, tiny drink of whatever you're drinking. Yeah, a little... There we go. A little bit of whiskey. Yeah, I do. But he didn't actually like it. He he was just concerned about the image. Even though no one was there looking at him, he was there just sort of thinking, I am so cool. I do like whiskey and I I drink it out as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've never seen you drink it out. I've, ne I've never looked cool, though. <laughs> yeah, that's obvious. But you just think you look cool when you sit at home on your own drinking whiskey, reading a book. I think you think I'm cool for drinking whiskey. I definitely do not think you're cool drinking whiskey. Um, okay, Dan, so this is an interesting one. Who would I hate to see naked? Me. <laughs> Please say yes. Um, Please say me. I, I would quite like it, Dan. You've got a great body. God. <laughs> I want to see the rest of it. I would ask you the same question, but I know you've already seen me naked. When have I seen you naked? I oh, just come in, in and out of the shower sometimes. I just go free. I've never seen you naked. Don't pretend you weren't looking, Dan, okay? I saw you looking. I honestly can't remember a time when I've seen you naked. I think that would be, like, burnt on my memory if I had. <laughs> 
I walked out the shower, Dan, and I could see you just having a little glance, okay? So when you have a little glance, it's when you just have a little look. He was pretending he wasn't looking. He was pretending to drink his whiskey and read his book, but really he was looking at me so thinking, w- why was wow. I drinking whiskey, reading a book, and you were getting out of the shower? Where were we? <laughs> okay, that part might be an exaggeration, okay? But I've said it once, Dan. I'll say it again. Don't let facts get in the way of a great story who who actually said that because it wasn't you that's a quote from someone isn't it let's just call it me let's just let's put that to me so that's one of the quotes people can share on facebook from me okay okay um okay here's another interesting one what do i love about my job you love teaching don't you oh i love it dan i love the human contact that's a quite a dangerous thing for a teacher to say though in this day and age i love the contact are you touching (laughs) your students um again not physically i'm touching their hearts then yeah okay tell the police that (laughs) i will it's a good excuse um so now it's time to do that for you dan what do you love about your job all i can imagine is you love all of the unicorns and the rainbows that you experience every day is that right what are you talking about unicorns and rainbows (laughs) I thought that was part of like the free spirit, freelance human being thing, or what, no? Unicorns. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. It's all just unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, admittedly, I am talking a lot of shit now. So let's go to the next one. Am I a good driver? No. <laughs> um. I disagree with you there. I can drive here in Italy now, okay? You put me in any environment, drive on the left, drive on the right, not a problem, okay? Yeah, well, I don't know. I think you've lost your touch. You've, uh, yeah. I, I have not lost my touch. So when you lose your touch, it's when you lose your ability to do something. Um, Dan and I also had a race once when we were about 17 in our cars. Uh, I know it's a stupid thing to do, but... Um, who won that race, Dan? I wasn't racing. I was just driving normally. You were race. You suggested the race, and then you almost killed someone trying I to did... overtake me. That's absolute rubbish. Again, I overtook you in a very safe way and made you look very stupid, and won the race and won the title of the best driver. No, okay? because the one time I actually did decide to race you, I left you for dust. <laughs> so when you leave someone for dust we use this especially for a race when you destroy someone you win convincingly didn't happen though okay so this one's very interesting which historical figure would i like to have a chat with george best <laughs> you're absolutely 100 percent right there george best was a footballer for people that don't know in like the 60s and 70s i was thinking about you dan and i thought the only possibility must be napoleon because dan thinks he's a bit like napoleon he read his book i think and then was talking about him for, i don't know for about a year or two years and now i think about it i think that's the reason you've moved to france because you're trying to start maybe a new french revolution do you know what you're actually right there. I had a short list of about three or four people and I was really thinking about this one and then I narrowed it down and I thought, I'm going to go with Napoleon. <laughs> so some rock and roll vocabulary there when he said he narrowed it down. So that's when you cut your choices down to like one or two. I know you too well, Dan. Yeah. Okay. I know you too well. Okay. You think you're Napoleon, but really you're 
I don't know. I can't think of someone that's not important in history, probably because the people that aren't important, we don't remember their names, do we? Thank you. Yeah, that's me. I'll be forgotten. <laughs> exactly. Well, that won't happen, Dad, because these podcasts will live forever, baby. Yeah, that frightens me a little bit. I actually thought that the other day. I thought, what if I have kids and then they have grandkids and then they think, oh, hey, listen. let's listen to what our granddad used to talk like. I think, Fucking hell. Um, I say they're going to live forever, but it depends if people actually listen to them. It's like the thing of if there's a tree and it falls and there's no one to hear it, then does it make a noise? Okay, so will our podcasts make a noise if there's no one to listen to them? That's very. I'm starting to sound like a free spirit now. I'm spending too much time with you, Dan. You'll be talking about unicorns next. (laughs) Exactly. Unicorns and rainbows. Um, So the next one, if I could get on a plane and go anywhere in the world, where would I go? That's also a conditional, Dan. What conditional? Third. Oh, Dan, you've had a stinker today. So a stinker, you've had a terrible time today that's the second dan because we're talking about like present situations okay um so where would i go brazil correct baby i would go to rio i would sit on the beach drink a lot of beer play football on the beach and i think i would be considered a brazilian after like five minutes um so where would you go dan you'll never get this (laughs) um i'm trying to think um, maybe to India and you could just sit there, do yoga and just, I can imagine you sitting there with your legs crossed going, hum, baby, 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 hum, baby, baby. <laughs> you know what? I think India would be an amazing place to go to, but it's just so crazy for me. I think it would, I, I'm so, cause I'm so boring. I think that it'd just be too much for my senses. It'll be sensory overload. That's the thing, Dan, you can't adapt to your environment. I can, okay? That's why like, I've sort of settled into life here in Italy. So when you settle in, it's when you adapt, basically. I've got some great friends here. Even this small village I live in now, okay? The person that cleans the roads, he's my new best friend, Lorenzo, if you're asking. Yeah, well, the person who cleans our road, I think he fancies me, so I try to stay away from him. <laughs> uh, so if you fancy someone, it's when you like them sexually. Um, who doesn't, though, Dan, with your massive muscles? I could just imagine you just standing by the window with your T-shirt off. So of course, of course he, of course he fancies you. No, it's not that. It's when I walk along the street and he's there, he'll put everything down and then just stare at me as I walk past. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> again you can't adapt to your environment Dan anyway where would you like to go um, I don't know I'd say it's between <laughs> oh god <laughs> I'd say thanks um, okay here's the answer I don't know I would say... thanks for the answer <laughs> I would say it's between either Pantagonia in uh, South America which is in Argentina Moscow or <laughs> uh <laughs> Or... Yeah, that will do, Dan. Okay. That will do. That's enough. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Two's enough. You only needed one. You went for two. You wanted to go for three, but I had to interrupt you and stop you. Um, anyway, I think we can safely say that I know you better than you well, know me. I was hoping that you were going to ask the middle name question. So let's see if you get okay. that right. What's mine? Paul. Stephen. No, it's not. It's Paul. No, yours is Stephen. No, mine's not Stephen. Mine's James. Oh, fuck. <laughs> So you've just completely embarrassed yourself there. Oh shit! Oh, you actually shit. stopped. You actually stopped me to say, "Oh no, look, I know this one," and you didn't. So you've completely embarrassed yourself. So 
If there was any debate about who won, I think we can safely say that I've won. Hang on. So have you changed your middle name? Because I'm sure it was No, I haven't changed my middle name. It's always been James. Well, I think what this means is I'm just a more interesting character. There's less interesting things to remember about you, I think. (laughs) Sure. You can call it that if you want. Um, Anyway, it's been a pleasure as always, Dan the Man. Yeah. Okay. I'll speak to you later. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was a quiz between me and Dan there about who knows each other better. Um, I think we can safely say that I won that, especially for the middle name thing. I'm quite offended he didn't remember my middle name. But never mind. Life goes on, doesn't it? Um, So at the beginning of the show, I described Dan as a leech. A leech is a disgusting kind of worm thing that holds you and doesn't let go of you so we use this in a metaphorical sense with a person when they follow you around and stuff like this you can call them a leech um when i was reading the review that mentioned dan that i didn't really want to read before i said that now i can because i'm free i'm free as a bird which is just a kind of nice colorful expression we use to say you are free because birds are free aren't they they fly where they want they do what they want very rock and roll um after dan got a condition wrong I said it started so well but it's all going downhill now so if it goes downhill it starts to go badly it starts to get worse much like Dan's life which I said started going downhill at 18 but he said it perked up a bit 10 months ago so if something perks up it increases it goes up I think he was making reference to the fact that 10 months ago I wasn't speaking to him so that's why it perked up and now it's probably going downhill again but Never mind. That's life, isn't it? I also mentioned that I actually sent Dan all the questions to this show and he said when he saw them, he knew it was just an opportunity for me to take the piss out of him. So if you take the piss out of someone, you make fun of them. Um, Then we were talking about our greatest fear and I said my greatest fear is losing Dan. And he said that's very touching. So remember, this is not a physical thing, okay? It's not about touching people physically, in sexual places um it's about touching people's hearts okay then i was telling dan about the person um that saw my seminar and said i was like mark twain and i told him that when i told my colleagues about that they said to me are you fucking having a laugh which is a lovely term basically it just means are you joking but i wasn't joking it is actually true Unfortunately, I didn't ask the man to sort of record it or something like that. Thinking back, I should have done, but unfortunately I didn't. Did you notice that connected speech there? I should have done. I should have done. Then when Dan was asking if it was true, I said straight up. Straight up means it's the truth, baby. A slang way to talk, but a very funny way to talk. It's not offensive. Okay, so you can say it in front of your parents, but maybe your parents don't understand because maybe they don't speak English. I don't know, but you can say it in front of my parents if you want. Okay, and they won't be offended. Dan there mentioned that I drink half pints, which is absolutely not true. And again, I said to him that is utter bollocks, which I also used last week because also in the show last week, he said something that is not true. So if you want to really emphasize that it's not true, you can say that is utter bollocks. It's total rubbish. And speaking of drinking, I said that Dan just sips some whiskey. So a sip is just a little drink, let's say a little. That's a sip. That was another sip. I think I'm going to stop sipping now. Okay, I think you've got the idea.
Then I was talking about Dan um, when he looked at me when I got out of the shower. I had a little glance, just a little look. We were also talking about our driving skills and Dan said that he thinks I've lost my touch. So by that he means my ability to drive, which I haven't. If anything, I've become a better driver now that I drive here in Italy as well. Um, we were talking about a race that we had. Again, that's not a particularly intelligent thing to do, but we were only 17 when we had this race. I won the race and then Dan made up a story and said he left me for dust. So if you leave someone for dust, we use this especially for a race. You win the race convincingly and all of the dust that you create because you're going so fast goes into the other person's face. That didn't happen. When I then asked Dan about the um, famous person he would like to meet, I got it right because I know him very well. And he said that he thought of a few people, then he narrowed it down. So if you narrow a list down you have a few options let's say you have 10 and then you narrow it down to two then you have to make another decision so the narrowing it down is like the stage before the final decision let's say um, I was then telling Dan about how I've settled into life in Italy so when you settle it's when you adapt especially if you move to another country it takes time to settle you have to learn the language meet new people blah 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 it's difficult it takes time to settle it takes time to adapt then Dan was telling us that he thinks the person that cleans the streets in France fancies him so if you fancy someone it's when you like them in a sexual way in a romantic way which isn't surprising because Dan does have big muscles anyway remember all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website the quiz is there finally i will see you all again next week people where i have another surprise for you another guest actually much more famous than dan though um so yeah see you next monday in the meantime though just keep on rocking baby thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time